Hello everyone, Tundra Warnings for this episode, uh, we talk about Nazi science a lot, because it's another Bleach episode, yay! Um, notes, uh, so day after this comes out, I will be doing a, ch- a marathon stream uh, to A, celebrate my return uh, to streaming, and also to help out dear Rhea, because she, capitalism is a fuck, and she needs some help right now. So you should come by. There'll be more Pokemon Infinite Fusions. Um, and then maybe another Pokemon ROM hack thing if we complete that faster. Because I have no idea how much of that game is actually out. Um, anyways, I really hope you have a great day. And I hope to see you at the stream. Bye. Everybody, it is Elise, and it is I, Rhea. Um, name change is happening faster than you can keep up with. <laughs> I wasn't going to mention it. Um, uh, Bleach. Unfortunately, we're talking about Bleach some more. Indeed, we've got we we just finished with like the really good uh, turn back the pendulum. Oh, sorry. The good, the really good by Bleach uh, standards. Turn back the pendulum mark. So now we get to do the fake Karakrot in the town arc, which is this another bit of the as we I believe we alluded to last time. But turn back the pendulum happens at a strange time in in the official pacing mm-hmm. because. Turn back to Benjamin ends with the the wizards heading off to fight Eisen, and then the actual battle starts with the mini mini bosses fighting each other on both mm-hmm. sides. Mm-hmm. And this is only really to establish that oh, these side characters you likely didn't care that much about sure have things going on for them i mean what what are you talking about doesn't everybody love uh akon surely you love akon who uh he's one of the um uh uh top division people Oh, I guess he wasn't there. Sorry. I was thinking of someone else. God damn it. Who was I thinking of? See? I can't even remember the fucker's name. Yes, this, there's a few episodes to establish that Yumi Chikashore is a magic user in a squad of all physical attackers and feels, and feels he has to hide his total not homosexuality. And oh, this is established man. in his fight against the gay stereotype. Yeah. But I mean, you totally care about uh, Tetsuyemon Eva, right? He was there? He was there. I do not remember it. <laughs> the, the only... There's that guy with blonde hair and emo flip and who is voiced by Sakurai Takahiro, who famously voices Cloud Strife. Mm. Another angsty blonde boy. 
he sure fights someone. Uh-huh. Um so does yeah. um uh, it's uh Ikaku fights someone. Loses because he refuses to use his bankai publicly. Right. Because he's an idiot. Uh Sui Fong's lieutenant's there. He is mostly there to be annoying and Oh, look, isn't he helpful in one moment? Uh-huh. This is also where we're, uh, where it's revealed that Sui Fong's Bankai is a giant uh, penis envy rocket launcher that she has to tie herself down to use. I mean, I honestly kind of like the rocket launcher because it's, it's somehow very hitman, you know, that the assassination squad captain... Her shikai is the Nathan's two steps ability, and then the bankai is the style on them option. Mm-hmm. The I I can't be arsed. I I don't care. <laughs> I just want to beat this level. Pull out the rocket launcher option. I cannot believe Sheik Zanzibar did this. <laughs> God, that's such a good video. Don't worry, there's no one there. He's just alone. <laughs> um, yeah, there's a bunch of lieutenants. They certainly exist. Uh, I just noticed that Yuruichi's uh, wiki entry has Urahara listed under partner. I don't think it means romantic partner. Yeah. Also, God, this is skipping ahead a lot, but I'm really angry that Yoruichi has a younger brother, uh, Yushiro, who could have been an interesting character, but he literally just shows up to deliver a weapon uh, and tries to hug his sister, and she goes, no. Um, And then she gets fucking owned. Or sorry, he gets fucking owned. And he was still the 45th most popular character. Sure. Look, he's cute. Uh, anyways, uh, a bunch of lieutenants fight. It doesn't really matter. They all lose. Um, Soifong kills someone, and then it goes into Zanpakuto Unknown because the pacing of the anime is terrible. Mm-hmm. And Zanpakuto Unknown is a moderately interesting arc, filler arc that is completely undone by the terrible writing later on in the series. Mm-hmm. That's the one where the... Uh... The Zanpakuto unionize. Right. As they should. Um, God, I'm just thinking of all the different ways they completely... The writing just completely fucks up, especially towards the end. So many ways. Um, Zanpakuto Unknown has not much of interest since it has to completely return to status quo because, well... Doesn't happen in the manga. Mm-hmm. Which sucks, because um, it'd, it'd be interesting if there was a... Because, like, they could have done it after uh, the Aizen saga ends. Instead but... of going d- directly into Ichigo getting his powers back. But that's that's skipping ahead a lot, too. At any rate, after 
Zan Pakton Naun. It's the Ichigo Ukiura fight, which I believe we went over last time as we were trying to figure out the pacing. Yes, because it made sense that that fight would end and then go into uh, Turn Back the Pendulum and then into Fake Harakura. But no, Turn Back the Pendulum happens in the middle of that fight while the first bits of Fake Harakura are happening. Because it's paced weird. Well, yes, off, but yes, after Ulkyora's death, it cut and goes back to Fake Karakura Town, where... Um, actually, I think this was before Anzan Pacto Unknown, where Haribel's squad of lesbians mm-hmm. uh, all tear off their arms to summon a... well, a summoned beast, which tears a flesh taco out of Rangiku's side and beats up all the lieutenants until Yamamoto one-shots it. Of course. Uh, uh, and one promptly one-shots the lesbian squad, at which point Haribel gets very angry and it's hard to say if her resurrection has her put on more clothes or removed them because her out fashion is terrible either way. Mm-hmm. Which is a shame because she's the coolest character in the series. Yeah. Well, um, I don't know. In the in the newest one shot, there is a uh, a girl whose attack is she says rower, and then uh, giant lions eat her opponents. And then also, Joker from Persona Five is there, and his attacks are origami birds. I will stick with my opinion that the shark themed. Lesbian commune founder is the coolest. Yeah, I'm sorry that that was supposed to come off a lot more sarcastic than I made it sound. Such is the problems of tones of voice. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, in a continuing series of Hitsugaya being the biggest jobber of all the captains, he unleashes his ultimate attack on Haribel, which puts her out of commission for three episodes. Mm-hmm. Because his very elaborately and dramatically named attack only really is like you're in the timeout pod until, you know, a few episodes. But she sits in the fridge before Haribel is put in the fridge before the fridge is later dropped on her. Um, During which time. Suifong and some others fight Barragan, who, I, I must say, having first seen his design in the manga, where he's like a lich sort of thing, mm-hmm. in the manga he is like entirely like a wispy black void with a skull in the center, I think, Walnir from Dark Souls 3 sort of thing. But then in the anime, they decided to make his robe purple. So he just sort of looks like (laughs) an oversized grape with a skull head and a giant (laughs) axe. (laughs) He's very silly. I'm Um, sorry, I just found out that there is a Bleach gotcha game. Of course, there there's several, I believe. I think there's three. Oh my god. The one I'm looking at is Brave Souls. 
I briefly played that before concluding that it's not worth my time. Oh. It is decidedly mid. Yeah, that tracks. <laughs> Whoa, apparently it came out in the US four years before it came out in Asia in general. Hmm. Weird. Anyways. Yeah, I, um, I want to make mention of something. Mm -hmm. The episode titles are further contributing to the pacing problems and try and trying to keep track of what is supposed to be happening problems Wait, because my I, episode titles or the shows the shows okay your episode titles are much better oh good but um the anime episodes one hit kill soifong bankai next episode climax kyoraku versus stark Next episode, The Nightmare Returns, Revival of the Espada. A few a few episodes later, Stark, The Lone Battle. What? Yes. Um, there's Climax, Kyoraku versus Stark, and five episodes later, Stark, The Lone Battle. So it's, it's, not, it's not really a climax, is it? No. Um. So yes. Um. Various these various fights go on and are interrupted by each other instead of finishing in any reasonable order. Um. While these are happening, um, Eisen finally decides that he's had enough of his timeout pod, and he steps out of it without an issue, and. Um, Haribel also gets out of her timeout pod, and the Wizards show up and start fighting the various Espada and Aizen and accomplish exactly as much as you'd expect. Mm. Um, toss and transform into a giant fly, then he explodes, seemingly uh. because Aizen set a bomb in him, as one does. Um, everyone jobs against everyone pretty much. Well, Kyoraku does win against Stark, and Baragon is killed in a way that is, I suppose, interesting, but maybe because um, Baragon's ability is causing decay. Anything his breath touches, breath ability touches, will immediately rot and decay. Mm -hmm. So one of the Vizard who was of the Onmute Skido, the magic squad, uh, has his arm start to decay. He puts it in a magic box and then puts it inside Barragan, who promptly decays himself because I guess he was not immune to his own ability or something. Sure. And Barragan's final act is to spitefully throw his axe at Aizen, and it doesn't reach, of course, because why would it? Yeah, why would anyone have any consequences with further actions? Um, it's, it's all according to Kikaku. 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 I would say that wrong. I blame. I blame the internet. Always a uh, a safe bet. Have we talked about everyone's uh, or the Espada's like? 
Zanpak does yet. Um, well, we can do... We haven't done that in detail yet. But Baragon's... Uh, his aspect of death is decay. His Zanpakuto is a giant silly axe. And his main thing is that he... Goes from an old man with a crown to a skeleton in a Moomoo with a crown. Mm -hmm. Which looks a lot, if I remember correctly, looks a lot like uh, classic depictions of death. It's definitely taking from the Grim Reaper look. Yeah. Um, Stark goes from his whatever coat into looking like a matador. Mm -hmm. And he we has a gun that shoots wolves. Two guns. Yes, two guns. Right. Well, his guns shoot lasers, but they can also shoot spectral coyotes or wolves. Mm -hmm. I forget. His son Pacto is called Los, Los Lobo. Lobos, but it's not, I don't remember if they're actually depicted as wolves or coyotes because I don't think Kubo knew the difference. They're yeah. certainly small enough to be either. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm trying to find. I, I remember them looking too small to be wolves. Because if you didn't know, wolves are very large. Yeah. Okay, I am looking at one when they get... Those are wolves. Okay. They're they're depicted smaller because no one knows how... realizes how big wolves are. But their body shape is definitely more wolf than coyote. Hmm. I guess he can... Um, I actually do like the whole conceit about Stark and his Zanpakuto. Because the thing with the Bastolor, the Holos, is that they're... Because they have, like, immense, like, passive power. Lesser Holos die from just being around them. And Stark was one who didn't deal with the loneliness very well. So he split his soul into multiple pieces, one being Lilinet, his lieutenant, who is dressed in a remarkably inappropriate outfit for someone who looks ten. Oh no, I didn't remember her looking inappropriate. I remember her wearing... Oh no! Oh no! Yeah, that ain't cool. Oh, okay, no, put on some clothes, kid. Yes, besides the, there's the unfortunate, and then there's explosive spectral wolves. Yeah. Yes, Stark's whole deal was that he couldn't deal with the loneliness well, so he split his soul into company, but, oh look, that was never quite enough, because it was ultimately his own company still. Mm -hmm. And then there's Haribel, who is also plagued by terrible fashion. Um, her an representative animal is the shark. To answer the question, what kind of animal is a shark? <laughs> uh, and she summons uh, a giant shark, doesn't she? No, um, her ability is generating and manipulating water. So really, ah. she has the better version of Hitsugaya's powers. But Kubo insists that Hitsugaya has the better one. Uh huh. Because he can just freeze her water. So one can generate water, generate and manipulate water. The other generates and manipulates ice. One of these is really subservient to the other, but you know, <laughs> one of these is one of these characters is a protagonist and a man. So 
I am not saying Kubo has a problem with misogyny in his writing, but I am very much saying that. Mm-hmm. Harry Bell's whole deal is righteous fury, basically. She only takes fighting seriously when her lesbian squad is hurt, and she gets very angry about it. And then she gets a fridge dropped on her. Multiple times! Despite holding her own in a fight against several opponents without really any problem, but Aizen being the horrible piece of shit that he is, just shows up, stabs her, and kicks her down to the ground. And then she's not seen again until a supplementary volume, like, chapter a year later? Right. Almost a year. Yeah, that sounds about right. Uh, what was Nell's? Because Harry Ball took over Nell's position when she got ousted. Nell was a Kentaur. Right. Okay. Uh, Okiara's thing was... He's a bat. He's a bat, and his Zanpakuto... Did it cause the rain, or...? Um, the rain the... was he... rain was an effect of his uh, Resurrection. Got it. That's what I thought. Noltra? Uh, I don't remember Noltra at all. Uh, Noitora was... Um... Oh, that's an eye. Yeah, I believe Noitora was... Uh... Centipede? Yeah, that makes sense. Frank Mantis. Was he? I feel like Mantis was someone else. His, or at least his, um, his Zumpacto's name is Frank Mantis. Huh. Or something. Oh, he... And yeah, his, when he uses Razi actually on it, uh, becomes like sides or like pragmatis blades. Right, right. Right, he's the one. He grows extra arms and he regenerates really fast. So he mm. goes up against uh Kenpachi. That's right. And because it's a fight against Kenpachi before the final arc, it's a pretty straightforward fight. Kenpachi just slices him up a bunch until he can no longer regenerate. That is another fight that is actually better than it has any right to be because it involves Kenpachi. Mm-hmm. Because Noitora prides himself on being impossible to cut. Kenpachi just, you know, hacks away at him for a while and just like adjusts his arm a little and is like, okay, I've gotten used to your thickness, your hardness now and just promptly slashes him. Yep. And then he, the ultimate move of, I'm going to swing my sword with both hands. Yep. And he cleaves him in half. Not in the, no, in the manga, he doesn't get cl- uh, cleaved in half. He just gets um, a big axe carved across his chest and he dies, which is less fun. Well, he gets cleaved in half, gets up because Kenpachi is like, I do not, I have no, in, I have no obligation to finish off a dying weakling. And then he gets slashed again and dies. That's at least what I remember. I, I may be misremembering. No, you're right. He always gets cleaved in half. Kenpachi walks away and he gets back up. And uh, uh, as he like lunges at Kenpachi, Kenpachi um, cuts him a few more times and he dies. 
Okay. Let's go. Work some tabs. I uh, don't remember Loopy. Loopy. Oh, the tentacle boy. Yes. Who got fridged. As yeah. in, ice pillars crushed him. Right. Another vaguely gay villain. Because Kubo loved that stuff. Yeah. Huh. He loved making his horrible villain men effeminate and flamboyant and act like gay stereotypes. Oh no, Grimjaw kills him. Oh, right. He was just yeah. defeated by the ice block. Yeah, and then he went back to Hekumundo, and Grimjaw lost his arm in some fight. Uh, and so he was demoted from being a... Uh... Wait, he didn't even make it to fake Karakura. Nope. He died long before. Yeah, because Grimdow killed him so that he could become six again. Huh. That explains why I don't remember him. Uh, Grimjow is a panther, and his uh, ability is uh, sexual tension with Ichigo. <laughs> uh, oh, damn! Next is uh, Zomari, the third black character. Was this the one who will look at things and take like puppeteer them? That sounds quite right. Killed by Byakuya. Uh, the fuck! How do I? How do I forget this? He looks so fucking dumb. Yes, he. Oh God, he transforms into a giant pink pumpkin, and. With a bunch of eyes on it, and each eye can control one object. Right, and then Byakuya uses his orb of annihilation on him, made of a million razor-sharp cherry blossoms, and tells yeah. him, good luck controlling all of these, idiot. Yeah. Uh, after that is... I cannot pronounce that name, so let's just call him Grands. He is the... Uh... The Nazi scientist who fights the Soul Society's Nazi scientist in uh, the Hell one shot, he's become the new jailer of Hell. But that's a long ways he, off. His own Baktoy is named the Fornicator. It is not. Fornicaras. Yeah! Damn! Consort of lewdness. Fuck! What's this thing do? See, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. There's so many fucking Nazi scientists in Bleach, and they all do, like, weird shit that's also the same. Oh, good. He turns into a tentacle monster. Of course. Who can create clones of himself. Oh, he makes dolls. Again. God damn it. Oh, right. He feeds... God... Miyuri feeds his, like, lieutenant clone daughter to him because his clone daughter has a bunch of poisons and shit. So, Gans is forced to experience time at, like, a million times slower, and then Miyuri just, like, impaled him on a sword so the guy has to survive for hundreds of years, in his opinion. Uh, as the sword slowly cuts through him. But since it's always changing, he can never get used to the pain. And then he snaps his sword in half just to spite him. 
It's fucked. Next is Test Tube Boy, who has, whose head is like two heads floating in a test tube. Whose thing was taking on the appearances of whoever he happened to eat, or something like that. Yep, because his right arm is a leech, and he also turns into a tentacle monster. God, why do so many of them turn into tentacle monsters? Well. Also, apparently he's allergic to light. Sure. God. The goodest part of concepts are towards the, you know, <laughs> there's there's like three good Espada concepts, really. Most of them are just weird, gross, throwaway trash. Yep. Rukia kills him by stabbing him in the head. As one does. Is that it? Did we finally get to the end? We got to the end! That's it! Hurrah! Hooray! Oh, can't forget about Yammy, who is the most jobber Espada ever, who dies off-screen. Yep. Because he was number 10 until the one fall off and he was number zero. And then he got bitch slapped by Byakuya and Kenpachi fighting each other. Off screen. He turns into the Hulk. That's his thing. He turns into the Hulk. Basically. Who cares? Yep. It sucks. Uh, uh, anyway, Anyways, um... The most competent of the Espada, Harry Bell, who get, is gotten rid of from the story by Aizen just betraying her for no reason, other yep. than being bored, I guess. And then everyone proceeds to lose their fights against Aizen because that goes on for like 15 episodes. Yep. But we'll cover that next episode of this podcast. Yay. Yay. You got anything you want to plug? Um. Because I do. Uh, day after this episode comes out, I'm going to be doing another marathon stream. I'm back to streaming. Hurrah, hooray. Um, going to be raising money for dear Rhea here because capitalism is a fuck. Yes, I am in fact in a rather difficult situation. Uh, so we're going to be playing some more Pokemon Infinite Fusions. I know I said I was going to go back to it, so we're going back to it. Uh, we just have the 8th gym and the Elite Four to beat, and then I think you, there's stuff in Johto we can still do, so we're going to go do that. I have plans. I have plans with how we're going to do Johto. Um, and then if we get done with that, uh, we'll start a new game of Pokemon Crystal Clear, because that's something both... Uh, Rhea and myself enjoyed. Please show up if you can. It's going to be fun. Yeah. Anyways, uh, I hope you all have a very nice day. I hope to see you at the stream if you can make it. Mm. Bye. Oh, wait. No, I can just hit. <laughs>